Welcome to Talking Flutes. I'm Claire Southworth. Today I'm going to play one of my favourite pieces and then chat about the interpretation. The piece is Daniel Wood's Valse Caprice. Now I feel a real connection with Daniel Wood because he was also Professor of Flute at the Royal Academy of Music. Actually, he was also Professor at the Royal College of Music at the same time, which was around 1910, and he played with the LSO, as I did for some years. The piece is about six minutes long and is in clearly defined sections. To help with musical interpretation, it's important to look at the structure of a piece. The easiest way is to use letters to identify the different sections. For example, the first section is A, and when new material is introduced, it's called B. This caprice is in the structure of A, B, A, C, A, B, coda. This structure is known as a rondo, which is a musical form with a recurring theme. So let's start by listening to the main sections. This is a recording with me and my accompanist Tim Carey, and here is the main theme, or section A. Then was section A with its very relaxed pace. Valse is the French word for waltz, which is the name for a dance in triple time, and caprice generally indicates a lively piece, often with a virtuosic style. Communicating the emotion and expression of music is obviously of the greatest importance, and popular in the 19th and early 20th centuries was program music, that is, music which described and told a story. Now, whenever I played this caprice, I always made up a story to help the audience relate to the piece and hopefully enhance the enjoyment. So my story was first to set the scene, a London scene here, and to imagine Daniel Wood strolling along in a London park on his way to work, either at the conservatoires or with one of his orchestras. Plenty of time to look at the scenery and enjoy the sights. You can hear this in the introduction, or section A, the waltz, a gentle, relaxed pace. Section B is the caprice. Maybe Daniel realises that he's taken so much time that he's late for work and quickly moves on. Let's listen to B. <laughs> Thank you. 
Now we've heard the two main sections, A and B. Did you notice how much freedom or rubato is used? This style of music isn't rigid. The performers are in control to shape and lead the listener. Section C in our story is when Daniel takes a rest. This section is slower and quieter, very restful. Listen to the piano, which is calmer and less busy, while the flute has longer phrases with much less movement to help communicate the change in mood. Mood is also created by the keys used. This piece uses three keys. It begins in D major for the waltz, then moves to G minor for the caprice, and then this calmer section is in A major before returning back to D major. We have now listened to A, B and C sections. The only other new material is the coda, which ends the piece. So let's listen now to this wonderful Vols Caprice in its entirety. I do hope you enjoyed this brief interpretation and hope it inspires you to play it for yourself and to also think about the structure and meanings of your own repertoire.
that's it for this podcast. If you have any questions or ideas for future pods, do write to us at flutepodcasts at gmail.com. Until next time, happy fluting and goodbye. Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra are podcast productions by the Trevor James Flute Company. For more information, visit trevorjamesflutes.com.